Hey, what's up, winner? Thank you for pressing play and welcome to episode number five of the 52 Wins Podcast. I am definitely excited you're here. And in this episode, we'll talk about how to find wins in difficult situations. Um, I think I'll get a little bit more personal than I have on any other episodes um, on this one. Um, what I'm going to share with you is a tough situation that I've gone through in my life and how I was able to overcome that tough situation. I know a lot of people experience those tough situations, and many times when you're going through them, you're unable to see how this could, how you can create a win out of these tough situations. So I'll talk to you about a specific situation in my life, and I'll share that with you and share with you a four four things that I noticed that I did in order to create some exciting wins, some wins that I'm very excited about this week that came out of that situation. That's a lot. You don't even know who I am. <laughs> if it's the first time you're checking out the podcast, welcome. It's good to have you here. I'm Colin Yearwood, and it's my goal to encourage you to be intentional about finding, creating, and celebrating more wins in your life. Look, you can do that if you adapt the belief that life does not happen to you. It happens for you. And many of those tough situations that you encounter, those challenges, those life challenges that show up, many of them that you're going through or you have gone through, you've gone through them for a reason. And there's so much you can learn from them. And by what I'm going to share with you today, hopefully it highlights to you all the things you you could learn from those life experiences that would help you create more wins. I'm pretty excited about this episode I think I'm excited about every episode, but I'm extra extra excited about this episode, and we'll dive into that content pretty shortly. So before we go into it, how how was your week? How was your week? How was your day? What's going on with you? Have you taken some time to acknowledge the wins that you've created during the past week, even the wins you've created today so far? If you haven't, pause, take a minute, acknowledge at least one action that you've taken that have moved you closer to a result that you want in your life. Nothing major. It could be small. Acknowledge it. Celebrate it. Share it with someone. Because you're, because you're, you're doing the work to get the, the results you, tr- you truly desire, and that's a win. Celebrate those wins. I'd love, for you to, I'd, lo- I'd love to celebrate those wins with you. So if you want to share it on social media, you can always use hashtag 52wins. That's hashtag 52wins. I search that hashtag on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Anyone that share a win with that hashtag, I normally shout you out, celebrate that with you. If you want, you can shoot me an email so I can celebrate your win. Let me know what your wins have been so far this year, so far today. They're share. You can reach me at Colin, C-O-L-I-N, at ColinYearwood.com. Colin at ColinYearwood.com. In the subject line, just put wins. When I see that, I get excited. I read it. I celebrate it. I reply to you. That's how it works. As for me, it's been a good week. It's been, definitely been a good week. There's been some challenges that I had to push through, but it's been a good week. Um, I've created a huge win for me. This win took three years for me to create, and it inspired me to share that journey of creating that win in this podcast episode. As I mentioned before, uh, this is going to be a little bit more personal than previous episodes, but I hope by me sharing my experience on how I was able to work through that win to become a better person, to create and create even work through that challenge. Did I say work through that win? <laughs> work through that challenge to become a better person and to create even more wins in my life. I hope I'm sharing with you that story and the process that I've gone through. I went through and what I and what I actually realized after the fact. Because m- many times, you know, for me, when I was going through it, 
I saw some of these things, but they weren't clear. But now the situation has come to an end, right? I accomplished a big win. I took some time and sat back and relaxed and said, hey, what did you learn from this? And I think as I went through the situation over the three years, some of these things became clearer. Over the last couple of days, I got a chance to sit down, put together some notes, and I'm going to share that with you on this podcast episode. So let's dive right into today's topic, finding wins in difficult situations. Look, everyone goes through difficult situations in their lives. I don't think there's anyone that you can meet that say they didn't have a difficult situation or challenges that they had to overcome. For me personally, I've been blessed. I've had a relatively easy life. Definitely have had challenges in my life. But when I look back at the challenges that I've had to this point of my life and uh, the challenges that I've seen other people go through and overcome, there's nothing to compare. Um, at the time, I always thought my challenge, my challenges and, and, and difficult situations were hard and you know overwhelming. But as I go through them, we all, as we go through those our situations, that's how we think about it. But many times as we look back and reflect on it, it wasn't that hard. It wasn't that difficult. But when we're in it, when we're in it, it's hard to, um, it's hard to actually uh, realize that. So one of the most challenging situations that I face over the last three years has been a divorce. Yeah. Three years ago, uh, a divorce process was started. And um, that's one of the most difficult things I've gone through in my life. Um, going through that process, and right as that process started, I got laid off from my job as a corporate trainer. And I decided at that time that I'm going to create a business. I'll be full-time self-employed. I'm going to create my own business. So it there was even more factors that compounded on that challenge. And to me, the challenge was the divorce. No one wants to go through a divorce. No one wants a relationship to end at least in most cases, right? Um, I didn't want it. I didn't want that, but it's what it is. Now, all of all of that happening, divorce process starting, losing my job, starting a business, all happened in a five months in a five month period. And there was so much about that situation that affected me. And I I'd never expected all those and I never expected what how things showed up in my life, right? I never expected it to be that way. I didn't know what to expect. Um, and looking back, there was basically four different phases that I went through. And as I'm going through this, when I was going through it, I didn't notice this, but you know, I, as I mentioned, I got a chance to sit down this week and look back. Um, and I noticed some of these, as I said before, as I was going through it, maybe, and I'll share with you a timeline of how things became clearer with me. Right? So the first phase that I went through was the pain. Look, we're all human. When things happen to us, we go through pain. When difficult things happen, when challenges appear in our lives, there's a lot of pain that comes with it. And the pain was for me in different areas of my life, right? So mentally, it, it at that time, my brain was like overwhelmed. It was basically working overtime. It was constantly processing and thinking, you know, what could have been? What, what, what is next? What, what, you know, what, what could happen next? You know, what are, what are some of the possible outcomes that could happen from the divorce, from me being laid off, from what possible could be, you know, how my business is going to go, how this new business is going to go? Um, all those things were going on in my brain, and it was like I was in a fog. Couldn't really think straight, always, like, just mentally. There was no dung time for my brain. And the worst part of it is most times, how our brains work, it focuses us, it focuses on the worst case scenarios. So a lot of times I'm just thinking about everything that can go wrong. So mentally, it was definitely a, a, a challenge. Emotionally, wow, 
my emotions are all over the place, from anger to fear to self-doubt to sadness to brief glimpse of happiness to, you know, emotions of, okay, things are good things are possible. But my emotions were all over the place. And between my emotions and my and 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 my mental mental uh, my mental health, everything became difficult to do. Physically, I was always tired. Always tired. You know, I couldn't do the best work that I needed to do at that time. Um, many times I would spend about half a day just laying in the bed. I'll get up. I find for me in the morning I was most productive. I'll bang out as much work as I can do in the morning. And then I'll spend the afternoon just taking a long nap. When it came to my workouts, that was a mess. I didn't really work out consistently. When I did work out, I was basically half-assing it. Um, Eden, oh man, I, I, I basically turned to food to comfort myself. Food, food is my vice, has always been my vice. And I think I've, I've shared in previous podcast episodes uh, of my health and wellness journey. So physically, I was a mess. Um, when it came to relationships, you know, like relationships in, when it came to my work, my new clients, and actually with winding down my old job, going into the new one, I was so withdrawn from from people, right? You know, from my friends, my family, everything. I felt like I was shutting myself in. So going through this pain phase, as you can see, was very difficult. And I think if you've gone through some of these challenges, you can relate to this, right? Um, financially, wow. There was so much uncertainty there. So many unexpected expenses. It was becoming, you know, it, it, it was just becoming a mess. So looking back at the first seven months of when this challenge started, that was the most difficult time. Like with anything, when you start, when something starts, it's usually the most difficult time. And um, it was basically the worst time of it. Now, in that pain phase, one, a couple of things that I, I realized is that it's okay to go through that pain. You know, you don't have to force yourself to be okay. You don't have to force yourself, you know, at least for me. I didn't have to. I realized and going through it, it was okay for me to go through it. It was necessary for me to go through it. Uh, I didn't have to pretend to be happy. Um, you know, I I, I, I I did my best to be pleasant, but not happy, right? But it was okay to go through that phase because it's necessary to have those, to process those feelings, those emotions. Now, the second phase that I realized I went through was a preparation phase. And the preparation phase helped me deal with the first phase of the pain because the preparation phase actually laid, set a foundation for me, as I said, to allow me to move from move through the pain and start working my way through it, right? Um, in order for me to push through the pain, I realized um, I, I, I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision that would allow me to create a shift mentally and emotionally. And I knew if I was, when I was able to make that decision to create that shift mentally and emotionally, I'll see movement in the other areas, right? Physically, with my with the other relationships I was involved in, like my interpersonal relationships with my friends and my clients and my coworkers, and then I'll see a shift in my financial, really, in in my finances, right? In all those areas that I was suffering pain, I needed a decision. I needed to make a decision to move forward. And when I make made that decision to create that shift mentally and emotionally, I honestly believe everything else would flow correctly. And I was able to make that shift uh, um, and, and make that decision because in large part of the people that I have and had in my circle at that time. 
And I think I th- and I think I know I talked about this on episode four. Um, you can find it over at colinyearwood.com slash five two wins. Colinyearwood.com slash five two wins. Episode four I talk about it's important that you the company I think the episode title is called The Company You Keep. And I talk about the importance of the people in your circle and how you allow them to influence your life. I was very fortunate. I had a lot of family that's very supportive, a lot of good friends who were there to listen to me. They allowed me to wallow in my sorrows. They allowed me to whine and complain. But what I loved about them, although they did, you know, they were on my side, and I put that in quotation marks, right? And they did indulge me in some of the uh, the negativity that we do have when we go through those experiences. They were always there to encourage me to find a way forward. Yeah, we totally understand how you feel, man. But things will be better. They were very encouraging. They reminded me of what was possible. They always was, you know, shining a positive light on, hey, this is how you can overcome this. So that group of people, definitely the friends and the family that I associated with, the people I associated with definitely was a catalyst in helping me move forward. Now, another group of people that really helped me was what I call my virtual mentors. These are people that I follow because I admire the life that they live. I, I admire the cha- how they've overcome challenges and, and the life they've created. And many of them have shared these challenges and shared how they've overcome them. And I've, and I've learned from their journey and that made learning and that learning from their journey made my journey a little bit easier. What I learned from them became very useful to me in my time of need with my challenges. And the other component of the preparation faced me was a couple of years ago before this happened, I really got into personal development and got into improving myself, improving who I was as a person overall mentally you know, becoming a better person. And I dived into personal development, a lot of content I consumed from the Bible. Um, when I moved to Nashville um, in 2015, one of the first people I met here, a guy named Maurice Painter, he introduced me to Proverbs and he was explaining to me how Proverbs is a book for businessmen. And look, to be honest, that was the first time I actually read an entire book of the Bible. So that's something I, le- I leaned on. I, I leaned on a lot of Tony Robbins, Jim Rome, Les Brown content. That content helped prepared me for breaking through the pain because I was becoming a better person before the challenges were were there. So in the preparation phrase, you have in order to in order to get through the pain and put and, and get into the preparation phase, it starts before the pain even shows up. You have to be willing and be open to learning and growing and becoming a better version of yourself before the challenges appear. It's like putting on armor and before the tough situation come up, right? If you're going into battle, you don't want to be looking for your armor when you're in the middle of the battle. You want to have your armor prepared on to go into the battle. So one of the things I mentioned, if you're not into personal development, if you're not into improving your, yourself, how you are as a person, start now. Because as you're, as you're going through or you, we will encounter challenges in the future, you'll be better prepared to deal with them. All right? Now, the third phase is a willingness to compromise, is a willingness to create change. So after I made a decision that I needed a shift, after I made a decision that I needed a shift, and I got the encouragement from my network of people, my friends, my family, and the people I was connected with, everything happened for me when I, the shift happened for me when I decided to, to propose a settlement 
so we can end the bickering, so we can end the back and forth be between lawyers, so we can end the uncertainty and all the negativity around it. I, I realized I needed to do something. The shift for me was that settlement. Do something to change the playing field. And when I look at it, one of the things I did, I looked at what is this costing me? All the uncertainty, all the negative thoughts, all the fear, all the doubts, all the, you know, not being able to function fully. It was costing me. I wasn't showing up in with my new business venture in a productive and positive way. I was not growing. I was not moving forward. And the longer that played out, the more it can cost you. The longer that you allow yourself to be in that trench, it costs you. So in my mind, it was cheaper to resolve it versus put up a fight just to prove a point. Plus, the legal fees, man, they're expensive. They're good. You know, I, I don't judge, you know, I don't begrudge lawyers, but they do they, they invest a lot in their education, but those legal fees were out of this world. So within a couple of weeks of me making that, letting my lawyer know, hey, I want to propose a settlement, let's figure this out. We were able to come up with a settlement agreement. And at that time, I had no clue, to be honest about it, how I would be able to pay that settlement agreement. But I felt better. I felt there was a shift. Emotionally and mentally, there was a shift. Physically, there was a shift. I felt like a lot of stress was removed from my shoulders. So in phase three, that was me being willing to compromise and create a change. Sometimes making a point can be very costly, more costly than we expect. And being willing to compromise allows us to move forward, allows us to start the healing, allows us to become a better version of ourselves, allows us to get into the hard work, right? Making that decision and compromising is not where it ends. The hard work starts in phase four. And I call that do the hard work. And for me, that was the hardest part. Everything, everything did not change overnight. You know, the, you know, you do feel better. You do feel better because there's some resolution or at least a partial resolution to the situation. But there's still lingering feelings and emotions. And again, that's okay. We're human. Everything doesn't change overnight. For me, I still, there was some, some bitterness. There was still some... You know, there's still some bitterness about how everything went down, you know, um, how it would impact. My thoughts were focused on how other people would look at me, right? I was, I was totally consumed by, oh, my God, I got divorced. You know, what is my family going to think about me? <laughs> what are our friends in the network we were hanging out with going to think about me? Um, what, what are my clients going to think? All those, like, negative emotions were there. They were mixed with the bitterness of going through that situation, at times I was annoyed that I even settled, right? <clears throat> at times I was frustrated at my lawyer. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, guys. I don't edit. So I got a little excited and my throat is getting a little dry, but I'll push forward. So in phase four, we're doing the hard work. A lot of these negative emotions still would show up. That's why that's a time where you have to dive in and do the hard work. How was I able to address the anger, the bitterness, the frustration, and focus on what's possible now, how I can move forward from this. Number one, prayer. I've always believed in prayer, but challenge, you know, to be honest about it, when you're going through challenging times, 
you come back to it. You come back to the foundation that had been set there. You know, my mom always had us in church. So that was something that was a foundation that was set there. I started reading the Bible again. I started praying more often. And, you know, this seed was definitely planted in me and at times um, nurtured along the way over the years. So that was the first thing I, I did to kind of overcome and overcome those negative feelings even after I made a compromise. The first thing I did in the, uh, in the, in, in the phase of doing the work to truly break free of that tough situation and create wins. Next, I focus on gratitude. I focus on gratitude. I started looking at my situation and seeing that all, all the people who have helped me through it and being grateful for them, my friends, my family, expressing gratitude for having them as, you know, in, in my life and how they've made my situation easier. And just thinking, what, might, what would this situation have been without them? I express gratitude for my situation. I acknowledge that the situation made me stronger. And I was grateful for that. You know, a question I asked myself a lot, and I learned this question from Dan Miller's book, 48 Days to Work You Love. What does this make possible? <laughs> and a lot of times you're going through a tough situation, you're going through a challenge. It's hard to understand or hard to see what it makes possible. But because to me, prayer and being grateful and being open to what does this make possible? A lot of, I got a lot of responses, right? I heard myself telling myself, what does this make possible? The basic is, sorry, you know, hey, I can move forward. This gives me the ability now to be free and create the kind of business that I want to create. This gives me the ability now to create, a, create more money. This gives me the ability to grow. This gives me the ability to be a little bit more stress-free. So that question, what does this make possible? Absolutely powerful in my journey as I was doing the hard work. The next part of doing the hard work was stopping the negative self-talk. Man, we have a wicked inner voice. I know it's just not me, but that inner voice, he knows, mine is a he, <laughs> he knows how to push your buttons, you know? My inner voice tries to, at that time, was trying to convince me that I made the wrong decision. No, you shouldn't have settled, you're a sucker. You know, you should have fought it. <laughs> it was a, you know, my inner voice was telling me all these things, you know, as it, it was raising um, doubt that, yo, you, you've made this decision to make this settlement. You can't even pay it. It was raising all this fear and all this, you, you know, scratching on that sore of fear and insecurity and doubt that's there within us. And that's what our inner voice does. It scratches on that sore. But because of the personal development work I've done, that helped me combat that inner voice. You know, I realize the inner voice is usually is a lot of times we telling ourselves stories. And that's something I learned from the Landmark Forum. A lot of times the inner voice is we're trying to think of what the other person or other people are thinking about us and coming up with answers. And usually we come up with the worst answer possible and usually they're the wrong answer. I was on my friend's uh, John Budd podcast. I recorded it today. I was letting him know. I talk back to my inner voice. I When those thoughts pop up, nope, that's not true. I stop it. So those are some things I did right there to as, as, as I was going through the hard work. Focus on prayer, focus on gratitude, and stop the negative self, the self-talk. 
phase four is is the make it or break it phase of of finding wins through difficult situations. In phase four, that's where the hard work starts, and that's where you decide. After you decide to move forward, that's where you have to put in the work. And if you're not willing to do that kind of work to break free of those negative thoughts and those 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 things that hold you back, you'll be stuck in that difficult situation. Everything doesn't change overnight, and it didn't change overnight for me. But there was incremental change for me. I could mark it like. I saw my first breakthrough like seven months into the situation, right? When I decided to make a settlement. Then for the, like, the next year, I kind of languished and there were some, some emotions and thoughts there. And I kept working on it. Had a breakthrough in the second, you know, one bubble one year after. At the top of year, year two or year three, totally was a different person, how I reacted to that situation, how I thought about that situation. And mainly because of gratitude. Mainly because of the focus of, hey, what does this make possible for me? And being really appreciative for the situation. That's kind of weird, right? I, I became very appreciative for the situation. So let's recap. I think this is going to be my longest podcast episode. Um, <laughs> so let's recap. The four, the four phases that I went through to overcome that difficult situation in my life that allowed me to create multiple wins, many wins, number one, is that... I learned it was okay to be okay. It was okay to go through those difficult, those different and difficult emotions. There was no need for me to fake happiness. There was no need. There was no need for me to pretend that everything was all right and those emotions were there. Secondly, I was open and willing and and embraced personal development and embraced self improvement before I got into this situation. And I think that was one of the. And I know, and I think I know that was one of the keys to me dealing with the situation and being able to come out of it powerfully and create wins from it. If there's one thing I'll, I'll recommend you take away is get, dive into personal development information to change who you are, change how you think, work on your beliefs. Also the circle of people you keep, they help you be in a circle of people who have a growth mindset. Be willing, number four, number three, be willing, willing to compromise so you're able to move forward. Number four, Work hard on work hard. Be willing to work hard. <laughs> I'm looking at the time. I have to finish before 30. Be willing to work hard to make to create the kind of to create the kind of outcomes that you want. I appreciate you following, you know, sticking with this podcast, listening to this episode. Hopefully, it's my hope that it helps you. It's my hope that this gives you a breakthrough. If you think this podcast episode is going to help someone, feel free to share it with them. That'd be awesome. It's a great gift. My big win of the week is making a final payment towards my divorce settlement. I hope all those payments was a blessing to her and that she was able to accomplish everything that she needed to accomplish. It was a blessing to me. It forced me to become a better person. It forced me to be more resourceful. It forced me to learn. And today I'm truly grateful for that situation. So what are your wins? What are your wins of the week? Feel free to share them on social media. Put hashtag 52 wins. Let me know. Shoot me an email. Colin at colinyearwood.com. I'd love to celebrate your wins with you. Before I end this podcast episode, I want to ask you a favor. If you, if you enjoy this podcast and you think it can help someone, do me a favor. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. 
What that does is Apple will do with their magic, they suggest the podcast to more people. And that's a great way of you being able to share this podcast with even more people. If you want to share with someone specific, you can hit the share button in the podcast player that you're listening to right now and forward that to them. Or you can send them, send them the link at Colin. No, the link is colinyearwood.com slash 52 wins. colinyearwood.com slash 52 wins. Until next time, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And go out there and create some wins in your life. Take care. So I'm recording this on a, I only have 30 minutes to record a podcast episode. So I'm up actually about 28 minutes now. So that's why I rushed the last few minutes. But I appreciate you hanging in there with me. And I really appreciate you listening. So see you on the next podcast episode. Take care. Bye.